This is Jen. This is Becky. And this is Too Close to Home, and it's a special edition. Woo-woo! <laughs> so, we didn't even plan that. I we love didn't. this. <laughs> we just kind of lame. I love... <laughs> so we've all heard uh, many stories of my weird life and trauma and whatever, but today I would like to have one of the weirdest parts of my life, my baby sister Kelly on. Yay! Yay! Unfortunately, being the third out of four girls... My older sister and I would torture Kelly with scary stories and jump scares. It also doesn't help that I forced her to watch scary shit like Tales from the Crypt as children. And I'm talking like she was like five. <laughs> I think that gives you a well-rounded childhood. But who am I? Right. But who am I? Just a girl doing <laughs> podcasts. With my best friend. <laughs> Being only a year and a half apart, we often went to the same school together. Honestly, she's my first best friend. We'd watch Scooby-Doo and Are You Afraid of the Dark? And both of us liked this, have liked The Strange and Nicole for so long. I don't exactly remember when we weren't creepy. Now, Kelly is near grown up, who is the most badass of librarians and one of the smartest people I know. We talk mental health and trauma between our movie recommendations and nerdy things like D&D. <laughs> right now, our father is dealing with a terminal diagnosis of glioblastoma, and Kelly, for all her wildness, is the person who has stepped up to take care of our father and make sure he's happy and well no matter what. And I know she's going to hate this when I say she has a heart of gold, so I'll just say she has a heart of rainbow, <laughs> and she's certainly an idol in my life. That being said, and you know, all the mushiness out of the way, I love you. Uh, I'll like to preface is that no one can roast me half as well as my sisters. I'm funny, but those bitches are funnier and meaner. So Becky, <laughs> I don't think that could be possible. She's going to enjoy the shit out of today's episode, I'm sure. <laughs> Welcome, Kelly. Welcome, me. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So Kelly's actually in Florida. We're in Texas, so we're doing this via Zoom. I'm really excited. I get to look at her beautiful face. You guys don't get to, though. Just me. That's my uh, Me, too. And Becky's. Becky and me. I almost brought my work microphone home with me, but then I forgot. because. What's on your earrings? Uh, oh, uh, spooky. Spooky. Nice. <laughs> it's got a little rainbow. It matched my shirt. Uh, one of my favorite things about Kelly is this game that she has with her father. Um whoever's going to admit that Kelly's gay is the loser. <laughs> so they're in a little bit of a stalemate. Nobody's admitting who's gay. We all know it's Kelly. There's a lot of uh, lesbian fan art and a lot of rainbows in her room. <laughs> she just likes colors. She's not gay. <laughs> it's a fun version of gay chicken that I and myself invented and Elaine hates so much. Oh, she's the one who came up. Kelly, you're like, oh, you don't like that? Well, that's a hate crime because I'm gay. <laughs> Oh, and another time I need to show you the giant picture I framed of Elaine because she told me to throw it away. Oh, yeah. It's, you know when you're getting your senior photos and sometimes they'll send you like the big packages and it has the life-size fucking portrait? Uh-huh. So there's one of our older sisters. <laughs> Elaine hates it. So Kelly put it up in her house. <laughs> <laughs> she literally gave it to me. to say, throw this away. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm going to frame it. She's like, no, you're not. I'm like, watch. <laughs> um, But this also is a good time to tell you it's very clear which one of our parents which one of the siblings our parents loved because we're the only Elaine's the only one with a giant ass photo of herself that's true None of, <laughs> me and kelly did not have giant ass photos <laughs> kelly barely had pictures yeah and a lot of them she was just wearing diapers <laughs> almost all of them i am not alone there's no pictures of me alone well i gotta get two for here one of the other ones Make it are you saying that my haunting presence haunted you our entire childhood as well because I literally would not talk to people if you weren't there. <laughs> That's true. They, they had no choice. 
we had an aunt that was like, okay, you guys want cookies? And me and my older sister were like, yeah, we were good. Yes, ma'am. And Kelly just like puts her hand out. She's like, you have to say something. And we're like, Kelly won't talk to you. <laughs> Dead ass would not take the cookie. She's like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I, I, I was basically nonverbal. That's a fun thing. It's one of the many things where my, my doctor's like, yeah, no, that's autism. That's, that's, that's autism. And, um, no wonder why J- you and Jimmy get along so well. <laughs> yes, we're buddies. I'm just excited. I was going to be nice to Jimmy and try to do my own recording of my voice. That's slightly closer. Um, because. Oh, he just made a like, oh my God. Thank you. Vase. He just went. Cause I love Jimmy so much. Someone has to. I wanted to like, when I was showing you my shirt, I wanted to make sure Jimmy could see it. Oh yeah. Oh, you cut out because you're a muscle girl. <laughs> you work out. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> sun's out, guns out. It's always sun's out in Florida. Look at my oh. squishy, squishy muscles. Muscles so squishy, right? That's how that, that works? Exactly. That's how that works. exactly how mine look, too. So Kelly has, uh, I almost called it Kelly's correction quarter, and I was going to put corrections in, in corner with K's, and then I realized that was KKK. And I was like, oh, oh me, me not. So we're going to call it Kelly's corrections <laughs> corner, but accurately spelled with C's. <laughs> You're going to spell my name with a C? That's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I would say, Kelly. <laughs> uh, I love the ambiguity. Uh, okay, so do you want me to start reading my nonsense? Yeah, start re- to tell us tell us your corrections. Um, Becky hasn't heard them, so I read them and it was hysterical. I loved it. <laughs> it was like me writing to myself. So the thing is, uh, I love listening to Jennifer's voice because she's very funny and also I love her and I miss her. And so I listen Aww. to her podcast on the regular. Um, and sometimes, so one of the reasons I listen to like podcasts and watch YouTube videos is because I like having conversations with people where I do not have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but unlike that, when I listen to Jennifer's podcast, I want to talk to her because there's con- <laughs> it's like a conversation I'm, I'm in, but I'm not, I'm not able to say anything. So I, I just kept notes of everything I want to say about every podcast of yours I've listened to <laughs> that I felt like needed <laughs> commentary. Um, and so I told, I asked Jennifer, can I write an email in? Like you asked it again, your podcast has people send their own stuff. Can I send a thing or do you read it? And she said, yes, because she is far nicer than, to me than is warranted. Oh no, I'm bleeding. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Something shiny. <laughs> That's the ADHD. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is the ADHD. Um, so I want to read this first part because I wrote it. Specifically, because I wrote it for Jennifer to read it, and um, but then I'll get in the comments, and I won't be as as formal, I suppose. Uh, Dear Jen and Becky, use any of this, if anything, for your podcast. It is almost two thousand words, though, so feel free to use none of it. You are going to read this whole thing, though, so I win this particular sibling cold board fucker. Gotcha, bitch. (laughs) I can curse, right? Yeah, I can curse. Yeah, you okay? You you have listened to our (laughs) podcast, right? I, I curse so much. I had a lady, I told a lady at work I didn't curse at work and she laughed at me. And I was like, oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> Whoops. He's like, I would just like to fit the, uh, submit the, I would, I would also like to submit for the approval of the Midnight Society the following comments and corrections. The correction from episode 58 must be included on the podcast or we are getting divorced. Fuck anything else, fuck, fuck all of history. These lies will not stand. <laughs> We're going to go in order. And like, like I, I have stuff I, I, of course, wanted to say about all your things, but um, I'm trying not to be too much. That being said, there's a bunch of these. So, <laughs> buckle in. 
episode 44 uh, comments. Uh, I just want to tell you that supernatural triangles are actually much more common than you think. There are a lot of them. There's uh, in Nevada, like Mich- Michigan, Wales. There's one in Vermont. There's one in Bridgewater, which has a podcast now. It is a fictional podcast. There's one in Vermont. So people are going and getting like their maple <laughs> syrup from Vermont and getting into a t- <laughs> mystical triangle. That's no so wonder why people want to disappear to Vermont. I want to disappear. First of all, <laughs> if JJ takes me to Vermont to tap a tree for some syrup and maple, I better get stuck in a fucking triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I better. <laughs> because I'm going to wonder how my life got to that point. <laughs> I mean, you could also die in the maple flood, but we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. It just sounds like a bad time. Um, <laughs> it was. A, like a horse died and everything. <laughs> I don't even like horses. They're too tall. <laughs> I don't like horses. Yeah, I barely like Jim, and he's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jimmy. Nobody um, does. He don't. His daddy didn't even love him. Come on now. <laughs> Left him for a pack of Newports. Oh well, I mean, fuck his daddy. Whatever. Fuck his daddy. <laughs> Okay, so broken arrow actually refers to a nuclear incident that does not have the inherent risk of causing a global uh, crisis, like a, a global war. Um, and that includes incidents that are explosions as well as like nuclear uh, waste contaminants um, and like as well as the lo- loss of a nuclear payload. So there's actually a lot of them. Um, you know, there was only like the six you specifically named were the ones where like n- nukes were actually fucking lost. Um, but there is like 32, I think, officially recognized ones, though there's a bunch of ones they don't officially recognize. <laughs> and the reason I know this is yeah. because Australia, and I do not want to elaborate. I do not want to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a map. I'm going to start using that, and I do not want to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to elaborate. You can look it up. There, Google's a thing. Uh, episode, uh, episode 45, correction, is that it uh, wasn't our... Uh, wasn't our grandpa, it wasn't Murdoch, it was our great granddad, um, who my dad's named after Ernest. So, um, this Ernest was married to a woman named Allie Gay, and when she died, when our grandfather was six, and um, the OG Ernest, not dad, uh, shipped his children off, like, you're gone, I'm done, I'm out. Um, Papa was shipped down Georgia, like, as a farmhand, again, from age six. And his sister, his older sister, went to work in a surprisingly not brothel, um, <laughs> like a, a housekeeper. She's a housekeeper in a boarding house, not a brothel. It sounds like a brothel. It sounds like that movie, but it's not. It was just a, a boarding house. And uh, then Ernie, the not dad Ernie, would remarry. And he he had two kids with his new wife, one of which had Down syndrome. So, like, he's very lauded, like, historically, there was a newspaper article. Sorry, there's a clock here. Elaine hates it so much. I actually have 32 clocks. Elaine hates this clock so much because it makes noise. It's Grandma's clock. It's the only thing I liked about Grandma, her clock. (laughs) (laughs) It's chiming. I'm very sorry for this audio. Annie Hoozles. She does have, you, it's very uncomfortable sitting in Kelly's living room and dining room area because there's, like, 30 fucking clocks going, (laughs) like, oh, my God. I feel very tense all of a sudden. <laughs> you, I find it very comforting to have all this, the ticking, but that's me. That's, again, what my as my therapist once said, the autism. And um, so, uh, anyway, original Ernie, original flavor Ernie. Uh, he had two daughters, <laughs> one of which had uh, Down syndrome. 
And she, he spent a bunch of money to get to like, to, to help fund like special education for her. Like there is still a organization within Jacksonville that like he was a fundamental part of. He was lauded in like newspaper articles and shit for all of his good work for his, his children, but not his first one. I really thought that story was going to go a different way. She has Down syndrome. So they put her and locked her up in a, you know, a different way. <laughs> no, they just, they really worked for her. They took care of those kids with Down syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, dad actually met him. Uh, met, uh, well, his wife, when he was a kid, his uh, papa, again, the man's first son uh, would go and like, help take care of his lawn and shit for his uh after he died for his like his new his stepmother his stepmother who hated him it was very like disney it was a bit much fun memories okay episode 57 uh and this is uh just a comment you're required by sibling law to take me to aid any fucking mothman festival you go to (laughs) i wanted to thank you specifically for including the booty statue because that you're doing the lord's work everyone should know about the booty statue (laughs) (laughs) i I did want to correct that a shite poke is pronounced like shite not shit it's a shite poke and there is a long established theory on him being a quantum sliders quantum leap sliders motherfucker and um i also wanted to just state for the record that the evil spirit in final destination is literally death that's like the whole point of it also a ufologist is pronounced like ufologist not you yeah I don't know. I think you don't remember how you pronounce it, but I was like, that's not how you pronounce that. The ufologist. Oh, I think I called it ufologist. Yeah, that's what they always say on uh, last podcast. Yeah, ufologist. As you see, we're big fans. <laughs> Which they admit is not correctly. It's not uh, correct, but I call it ufologist. That's fine. It's fine. Me today learning that that was not a real term. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. I thought ufologist was exactly how you were supposed to say it this whole time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I, I, I just watched a lot of shows and a lot of documentaries. I don't think I've ever really listened to last podcast on the list. Sorry. Not sorry. That's okay. She listens to us, and that's what matters. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, the question for 58, this is the most important one. That's why I highlighted it, and they are email I sent Jennifer. Um, I did want to put a comment. I don't remember what this one's about. I think it's about a murderer. Eh? Anyway, comment is that mom and dad didn't come to my school functions and you don't see me leading a cult. No, it's about the cult. That's what it was about. <laughs> dad didn't come to my school functions, but you don't see me leading a cult. <laughs> no, the correction is I did not wear ties because of Avril Lavigne, which is slander. I stopped because of Avril Lavigne. I wore them because I was young, autistic, and queer. Get it? Not straight. And, um, and the highlighted quotient, quote uh, portion was to be quoted directly, which I have now. Good me. Good job. Good for me. <laughs> Good job, Kelly. The last uh, last series of comments uh, before I go to the, my actual stuff uh, is uh, for episode 59 um, because I don't remember who you're talking about again here. I want to say... Oh, like Jim Jones? That guy. Um, it isn't entirely possible that he did sexually pursue men, but that this would not really be about his sexuality so much as about like the power fantasy of it. And this is why sort of like you'll see in opportunistic pro- uh, pedophiles, why they won't have like a victim profile. Like most pedophiles have a specific victim profile unless they're opportunistic pedophiles. And then it's about sort of like the destruction of innocence rather than like having a sexually desirable partner. Um, 
also I want to say that that what you said is not what a power top is. Please don't. I mean, don't call him. He's not a power top. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, jokes aside, it is more accurate to frame him as a sexual predator than it would be as someone with a queer identity of any type. You're not claiming him. No thanks. <laughs> we don't. So we like, don't either. So, so like from the LGBTQ plus community. We'll pass. I'm the straight community. What 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 gender is Teal Swan? He'll be that. Teal Swan, the the cult leader. Basically, cult leader's their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cult leader is his own gender and sexuality. And <laughs> you can have it, bro. Okay, so to my boy the OG, the Jersey Devil, my fave. Okay. My sources. Our uh, 30 plus years of undiagnosed autism, a fascination with the supernatural, the preternatural, and the occult. So much time and so little self control, professional level skills in information literacy, and I will cite nothing. You are my mother, my fucking graduate advisor, you punk. Say that again, that last part. You're not my gra- graduate advisor, you punk. <laughs> the Jersey Devil is super fascinating. Um, he, he like toes the line between like a, a folk, like the classic folklore. But um, but also like he edges into modern cryptid. <laughs> I personally think that he's very much like more folklore than cryptid, honestly, because most people are not. No one's been like out there saying, "Oh no, I see the Jersey Devil." Um, it. I think one of the things I like so much about him is like he's a very comical, sa- described monster. He has like the the face of a goat or a horse, and he has the beard and horns of a goat. So it's Sarah Jessica Parker, check check. <laughs> Well, Batwings is where you lose her. Batwings, he has a dragon tail. Don't know why it's specifically dragon, but it is a dragon tail. Um, cloven hooves. And he, uh, oh, that's just the legs. The legs are hooves. But the, the hands have hands because he has claws, um, like knives specifically. And he has a very muscular upper torso. Um, and has, which has been in modern times, likened to a kangaroo. Um, which is like mental picture bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like he's obviously hitting the gym. You know what I mean? In the gym. Hitting and the then gym. he tans and does his laundry. Yeah. Then he tans and does his laundry and then stalks you. <laughs> GTO. Tracks. It tracks. He's yeah. <laughs> um, the two other like a characteristics of him is that he's supposed to be very, very fast. And he has a, 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 a characteristic scream, which I've never heard described in a way that my brain can mentally recreate. So I'm not doing it. What, what, how do they describe this, the scream, said scream? It is, it's baffling to me. I can't describe it. Like, it's like, it's supposed to, it's like some people, it's like high pitched, a little bit like, like Mariah Carey. What? Like Mariah Carey? Uh, no, like it's certainly an animal scream, but like, well, listen, you tell me that Mariah can like, she's not an animal. Okay. <laughs> she makes it to that holiday seasoning, season, seasoning, season every year. All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> Transcendent being, she's not an animal. She's not a, a, a lowly mammal like the rest of us. I just want to see, now, I want to see Mariah Carey as a horse face. <laughs> and the cloven hooves. Damaging that, no. And then the long claws, but then, like, they go, she goes and she gets the crystals on them like Cardi B does. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean... She does have long fingernails, and and she is the type. I think an argument can be made that she's secretly Jersey Devil in disguise. Awesome. An argument can be made. The Jersey Devil is never gendered. Like they call it a, a him, but in the sense like you call 
most default things gendered as male. So she could be, I don't know. I'm not saying she's not. Other than I don't believe he's real. Anyway. (laughs) uh, This creature lives in the delightful part of uh, the Upper East called the Jersey Pine Barrens, which is just a fucking dope name. I love the name Pine Barrens. It sounds so cool. However, it is uh, not nearly as sick as hell in real life. It's called this because it's full of fucking pine trees. One. Easy. And also, there's so many fucking pine trees, there's very little elk. Um, it had because it has shitty soil nutrition, which makes it barren. So it's fine. That is in a barren place. So it is a pine barren. Um, it is like over a million acres of forest in South New Jersey. Uh, and for reference, that's two Houston's in size or in Florida terms, more than 36 Disney World. More than 36 Disney World. <laughs> I love this unit of measurement. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Which park, though? Like, the entire park? Are we talking, like, Magic Kingdom? The entire park. All the parks. Okay. 36 of them. That's a lot of park, Tony. I would love to, like, fuck around in the Jersey the Jersey Pine Barrens, because while it, it is, like, barren, it does have some dope shit. It has, like, uh, ghost towns. has a like, wild amount of carnivorous plants in there. It's really cool. Uh, and just a lot of pine trees. And pine trees are cool and they smell nice. They smell nice. This sounds like a, if you think of like a, a giant ass forest, we have very few mega forests left in uh, North America. A giant ass forest plus ghost towns plus nice smelling trees. That's just like, that's that's a perfect setting for like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anyone talk about pine barrens <laughs> in such a lo- loving, loving way. <laughs> well, they sound dope as hell. I mean, like, I mean, Florida's kind of like it, except they have the scrubs. You do have a shit ton of pine, but then you also have a bunch of, like, sable palms and shit that'll cut your ass up. <laughs> and everything smells musty. It's it, like, yeah, nah. That's true. I want to go up there dry. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Um, so there are a lot of stories about him, because, I mean, he's folklore, honestly. Most of it is an oral history. Um, my personal favorite, of course, is the story of Mother Leeds. Um, like any good Batman comic, there are uh, subtle shifts and deviations between story to story. Um, there are some core elements that people would agree are like, this is it. Um, and the core elements are as such. It is the 1700s. There is a woman that lives in the woods. This woman has 12 kids. This mo- woman is called Mother Leeds. <laughs> good God, that many children? It's like a baby slide. Well, I mean, they were play- playing baby lotto at that point, you know? Yeah, that's true. Back in those days, like, we're going to have 20 kids, four might make it <laughs> into we're lucky. childhood, at least. One will make it into adulthood. Right. <laughs> and that one's going to work the field, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so there's an auspicious and unusual birth of a 13th child, and that this child will be the one known as the devil. He has a monstrous form and is inhuman and definitively unnatural. And he is unloved by everyone except me because I love him. I love my baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then like the, the end of the story, no matter what happens with the particulars, he always escapes into the barrens to terror, terrorize the woods forevermore. That, that's the basic story. Um, the backstory is also sort of where we get an alternative name for this because he's called the Leeds Devil as well, because the area where he lives is called Leeds, essentially named after the Leeds family. Um, Southern, sometimes Mother Leeds is like an innocent victim. Like, she just, you know, unluckily had 13 fucking kids. Um, <laughs> either because, fuck, that's a lot of kids, or, you know, 
13 is an unlucky number to have kids. That's sort of like if you, the seventh son of seven sons supposed to be a werewolf. The 13th kid, I guess, is supposed to I've be. I've heard that the seventh son of the seven sons, but I did not know it was going to be a werewolf. Now I feel like I'm way behind the eight ball. Now I need to know more. <laughs> son of a seventh son and either a werewolf or a like a, a witch, depending like on what, what mythology you use. I know a lot of mythology and or folklore. Anyway. And or folklore. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's either like the 13 child is destined to be supernatural or just like, oh my God, she has so many kids. That's just bad luck. Like all your kids live. Damn. Um, <laughs> you unlucky bitch. <laughs> you were not financially prepared for this. Unlucky bitch. Some of them are supposed to get like cholera or like the flu or something. Come on. Making such strong children. Can you imagine 13 of us? Jesus fucking Christ. Well, that'd be too much. Our parents would have jumped off a bridge. <laughs> you sure they didn't try already? <laughs> Only the four of us? <laughs> they they would have killed each other before they got to 13. Let's be real. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and those, the type of stories where he, it is just like mother leads is innocent. He tends to be born like looking like a normal baby. And then at some point, like within the birthing of the, that day, like that moment, he turns into a monster. Um, and uh, that sounds like somebody wrote a story about postpartum depression or something. <laughs> I had a baby, and then all of a sudden, he was a monster. <laughs> it's like, okay, so like, take this pill. in the birthing room. He turns into this giant fucking monster in front of everybody. Sometimes he like smacks people with his fucking tail, and then he escapes up the um fireplace to never be seen again. Um, of course, sometimes, of course. In the stories, because, you know, folklore. Mother Leeds is not an incident victim. She's a witch. And she has made a pact with the devil. Um, sometimes, you know, because, you know, I want to have the devil's baby, I guess. Or um, sometimes, like, I hate somebody or I hate this town and I want to curse them with this devil baby. Um, <laughs> at which point the baby is, like, is born, turns evil, escapes into the woods to terrorize the woods forevermore. And then there's another version of it where she gives birth. It is entirely normal baby, except it is ugly. It's an ugly ass baby. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got twelve cute babies. Like, I don't need this ugly one. She throws it into the fireplace. God damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and then he the the if that turns him into like this cursed uh, monster. So I guess the whole saying that's a basically a mother could love is not true. No. <laughs> Even some mothers don't love it. Not if your mother leads, hell. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, he turns into a monster in the well, he 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 gets bigger, honestly, because he's already like a monster. Quotation, quote, quote, quote. Um, in the fireplace, beats people with his tail again, crawls out the fireplace, runs screaming into the barrens, never to be seen again. Well, at least my mother leads. So there are some facts that can be, you know, supporting the story to a point. Um, there, of course, no is no conclusive person that is mother leads, you know. This has origins in the area where the the, the myth originated at this point, named after the Leeds family. Uh, the family were uh, Quakers, which, I mean, of all the religious settlers, honestly, the least offensive. The least offensive. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I would have to bait you on that one. <laughs> Quakers. Think of all the white colonizers from that time period. Quakers, they're not the worst. <laughs> not the worst. Not the best either. Right. 
they let they were pretty anti rate they're pretty uh anti slavery and which is you know a point that's for good. them. That's good. A minor point. Uh did you hear in Texas they talk about, you know, Texas history with the Alamo and everything, and they're always like, Remember the Alamo? I knew that Texas was fighting for independence from Mexico because they wanted to change laws or something. Do you know what laws they wanted to change? Mexico made slavery slavery illegal. <laughs> and Texas was like, we need slaves. Oh, I <laughs> believe it. Remember the Alamo. Don't. <laughs> don't. I'm good on that. I don't need to remember that shit. <laughs> and there were several members of the family from that time period that could be, that fit aspects of the story. Like there is at least one uh, Leeds family member that, at the time of his, like, in his will, listed 12 living children. Um, but, of course, you know, infant lotteries hardly unheard of. A lot of people have very large families, so that's not really conclusive. It is more interesting, there's documented the life of one Daniel Leeds in the 1600s. So Daniel, my man Dan, was an almanac writer who was a bitter rival to one Benjamin Franklin. Also, not a great historical figure. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> he was a pervert is the way I understand it and though it will say some interesting con- uh, concepts with air baths which also are terrifying to think of because I don't mean it's Benjamin Franklin I don't want to think of him doing it but not a bad idea in general um, google it anyway so there is <laughs> Danny would be booted from the community the Quaker community like the Quaker community um, uh, because and have his almanac censored uh, for including elements of uh, what could best be described as Christian occultism um, in his forecast. And this is not cool by um, Quaker Sounder. So I think mildly cool by my standards. Um, <laughs> he is often cited as being the first person called the lead devil himself right before our kangaroo dragon goat man existed. It's not difficult to see how this unlikely, this unlikable ish figure could grow to an unflattering story where it's like they sort of besmirch his whole name because this guy this fucker gonna put like christian occultism in your almanacs about when to plant shit nah dog nah (laughs) (laughs) okay so while the jersey devil is largely an instance of localized oral tradition like any bloody mary or haunted doll story you may have heard i've had a sleepover or from an older sister who would then move your shit around in the night for fun I don't know what sister would do that. I mean that uh, that is not a very pointed story. I'm referencing. Listen, at least Elaine came up with the song. Elaine did that one. That's the most fucked up thing. Like she doesn't have she she's not a song. She had a realistic looking baby song for me. And and Kelly loved this baby. And then Elaine made up this story about this baby, this baby doll killing people. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Kelly got it, so Kelly would like throw it in the closet and hide it, and then me and Elaine would take it out and hide it <laughs> in her bed <laughs> in the bathroom. And then Elaine came up with a song, and it was like TikTok, come and play with me, and and all that, like oh. terrifying the shit out of Kelly. And my cousin came over and was like, "I love that baby doll." Kelly's like, "Fucking take it, <laughs> you can have it." It it's good to note that by the time our cousin came over, this had been years, uh, years, <laughs> years. There is a long history of sightings of the Jersey Devil that are both uh, apocryphal and as well as well-documented. And as well, of course, its share of hoaxes and, of course, pop, uh, pop culture cameos. My famous, my favorite of all the stories 
which is also one of the more tenuously true ones, involves a dude called Joseph, uh, Joseph Bonaparte, which might sound familiar because he's the brother of Napoleon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's the less cool Napole- uh, Bonaparte brother. Uh, he nepotism his way into being king of Spain. But He was uh, a nepo baby? What? <laughs> he was a nepo baby? He's a nepo baby. Nepo <laughs> <laughs> brother, I guess. Like, he's brother. like oh, here you go, brother. Here's all of Spain. But he sucked at it real hard. He sucked at it so hard <laughs> that like he... We don't like to judge, but he sucked at it. <laughs> he sucked at it real bad. He, like, he fled to America rather than being yeah, even like in Europe, close to where Spain was. Like, being on the same continent as Spain was too much. Um, but that this is all true. This part is true. He, he literally, he fled to America. He lived in Jersey. That is fact. So Joey B settled into his, like, hunting estate in New Jersey, in New York. Um, and this is where you find reports that he sighted the devil um, in the flesh while hunting on his estate in the Barrens. Of course, there is no primary record of this ever having been recorded there's no primary for this so sorry so this is very unlikely um i wouldn't bet on the authenticity of it but it is my favorite story because like the brother of napoleon bonaparte saw the jersey devil that, that this is bonkers it's a great story though it must be true too <laughs> must be. it was like that time i met johnny depp's dad his dad still well he's probably retired now because it's been a long time since i've seen him but his dad used to do like road construction he owned a company that did that and the county that I lived in, they were going to redo a part of I-95. And so John Depp, which is his name, came in our, he was friends with the um, the community, the county manager. The county manager brought him, brought him down like, this is Johnny Depp's dad. And it was like, fame by proxy. And all of us were like, oh my God. <laughs> Not even Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I definitely met him already. Basically. A much better documented uh period of sightings would be in 1909 uh, between January 16th and January 23rd. Okay, so there were hundreds of sightings reported and published in newspapers, these firsthand counts. Uh, this phenomenon this phenomenon was not just in the Pine Barrens proper, but it was also all the way into Delaware and Maryland. Um, of course, the sightings would die down very quickly, and most academics would uh, suggest this is a situation where media sensationalism was fueled by hoaxes, which was fueled by media sensationalism, which was fueled by people being susceptible to media. Like it's, 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 a, it's a feedback loop of a bit. Um, mass hysteria, whatever it's called now, who fucking knows? Uh, at least one person at this time period would later admit to have created a, ro- a bit of rogue taxidermy, which is the official term for it, uh, utilizing, of course, of all things, a kangaroo corpse, um, as well as some fake claws and fake wings where does one just pick up a kangaroo corpse? Like, that sounds very out of place <laughs> for New Jersey. Like, I just found a random-ass zoo, and they were they killed the kangaroo, so I just bought it. And I glued on some wings, and I glued on some knives, and bing, bing. I just want to be a rogue taxidermist. That just sounds like it's the role <laughs> for me. That means I get to be creative. I can dress a raccoon up in a little, pe- little pilgrim girl outfit or something. <laughs> I would love, I would, I think you would be great at that, except you're very squeamish. That's true, I am. Uh, oh, that's what you And imagine for. you, because uh, the, the taxidermy part is a crucial part of rogue taxidermy, and I don't see you doing that part. No, I'm very smell averse. I would be sitting the whole time gagging. <laughs> well, Jimmy will just take care of it, and uh, then you dress him. Yeah, I'll dress, there we go, see? No, <laughs> it's a, they're a duo, there's a duo. I'm obviously the cooler of the duo, but I digress. 
<laughs> so there are no pictures I could find of this thing at any point. Um, and I can't say how skilled Jobby did, but it was like 20 years of it being publicly displayed before he um, he fessed up to it being fake. So it must have been realistic enough for some folks. Mm. Um, your heart will anyway, believe what your heart wants to believe. <laughs> is that, yeah. I was showing Camilla an uh, old video game that we we played when we were kids, and Camilla was like, that is horrible. We thought that was realistic. Oh, yeah. I was watching Back to the Future today, and I was like, do you remember when this was, like, really cool, like, everything going on in it? <laughs> I, the only one that has stood the test of time, and you know this, is Jurassic Park. Yes. The only one that stood the test of time. Me and JJ were just saying that when we were watching the first one the other day. He was like, it still looks good, even this, you know, long time. Oh, the past. clothing? The costuming? The, the, dinosaurs. the dinosaurs. Oh. Wait, They what? still look really great for the first Jurassic Park. For the first Jurassic oh, yeah. Park. I thought we were still talking about Back to the Future. I'm like, where were their dinosaurs? <laughs> She's like, I must have missed the scene with the dinos. <laughs> now I feel like I need to go back. I want Marty McFly to become friends with a Stegosaurus. <laughs> I don't remember him riding the T-Rex through Town Square, but... Uh, yeah, no, the, that practical effects are really dope. That's why um, Grogu looks so cool in The Mandalorian. It's all practical effects. I love practical effects. Um, so. Mither legend, Mither fact, Jersey Devil is really dope. Um, he's my favorite one. He's better than any basic bitch cryptid, like, I don't know, Bigfoot or something. <gasps> um, All right, we have to end it right now. We have to end this now. <laughs> Bigfoot is a basic bitch. Oh, oh! <laughs> I hope Bigfoot, I hope the swamp ape shows up if he hadn't already on your porch. I feel like our father would be friends. Alexa seen something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wait. I, I have not even got an alligator in my porch yet. I would rather have that first. I love alligators. I would give it a little smooch. Well, you because don't have a choice. Like you, you don't have a choice when the cryptids are going to come. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we're bringing Mothman double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I work in a public library, so very large, very smelly people are not that much of a deterrent to me. I'm very used to them at this point in my life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, my boy, the Jersey D, has been on pretty much everything. He's been in a uh, Dimension 20, which is a live play, not podcast, I guess it's video, TV show. Um, But he's also been in Lore, which is both a TV show and a podcast. He's been in The Wolf Among Us, which is a video game, as well as What We Do in the Shadows, which he was really good on. Also very inaccurate, very inaccurate to what the Jersey Devil was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I enjoy what we do in the shadows a lot that I'm okay with it. Um, he's also in Gravity Falls and he was in X-Files. Um, he's also he's on Disney. So, I mean, Jer- Gravity Falls, he's basically a Disney princess at this point. So, uh, he makes <laughs> him an honorary, it makes him an honorary Star Wars in my heart. Uh, so, take that, Sasquatch, and much love, Kel. That's the end of my story. Hey, <laughs> that was great. I love that. So, we'll have to do this, like, you know, Every year, have Kelly come on and give us a list of corrections. <laughs> right. Uh, JJ, you've lost your job as a fact checker. Now <laughs> we have an official <laughs> lesbarian at our fingertips. Sometimes I do need to be brought down a level because JJ never tells me if I'm wrong. <laughs> because he's fearful. <laughs> That's right, Jimmy. never is. No, the time you're finished talking, she doesn't remember what you said. Huh? She can't. Like you, you can't correct her if she's wrong. If like by the time you've gotten to a different subject, you don't remember what she was wrong on. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah, but I love you. I love you. You love me so much. I love the Jersey Devil. He's so very cool. I 
This sounds like that, that part of the night when you're drinking, you're like, I love you, man. The real I question think, is, who I, do you there love are a more? a lot of really cool, fun American folklore, but he's one of the cooler ones, I think. He's very comprehensive. Some of them are like really, really thin on the ground. Like, uh, what are they? Like the Fresno walkers or whatever they're called. The ones that are just like two legs. Or dogmen. Dogmen are kind of whatever. Bigfoot is just very, he's everywhere. Like, it, it, everything's a different flavor of Bigfoot. Just sort of whatever to me. But I think Jersey Devil, is there's so much to the legend. And it's so unique, especially to the region. I just thought it was really dope. Also, kangaroos. Kangaroos. Who doesn't love a kangaroo? The real question is, who do you love more? Jennifer or the Jersey Devil? Jennifer is the Jersey Devil. <gasps> ah. You can't have you both in the room at the same time, have you? I have not. I no. have not. <laughs> Confirm nor deny. And I have seen Jennifer's knife fingers come out when she's speaking to Jimmy before. So <laughs> it's my eye daggers. <laughs> it's a Bruce Wayne Batman situation. You've never seen her. It is. <laughs> Although I don't have the money of Bruce Wayne. Jimmy, get on that. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Damn it, Jimmy. Where's all that space money, Jimmy, huh? We make zero dollars and zero cents. I'm going to need you to pump those numbers up. <laughs> I wanted zero dollars and negative cents. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for coming on today and giving us both. Thank you. Wonderful corrections and telling us all about the Jersey Devil and roasting me as one is supposed to do. I love you so much, though. You're so great. The podcast is great. You do a really good job, except never do a Russian accent ever again. Please, dear God. Never do a what? Never do a Russian accent ever again. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) She lived in Russia for two months. Okay, she would know, but <laughs> I can speak. I'm an old I can speak a little Russian, and I do a re- I do a Russian accent semi regularly for the kids because uh, I have a character called the Trash Monster that helps Charlotte clean her room sometimes. <laughs> saying I'm going to take all of her stuff to the, my trash kingdom. <laughs> she loves this game. I don't know why. Are you the the hoarding lady from the labyrinth? Yeah, that's what in my head. That's shiny girl. You want to save this? Put it over here. (laughs) I'm going to use this little bit of paper for my trash art collection. (laughs) I will use these these boxes part of the trash the trash uh, castle. In uh, oh, thank you. This 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 will go in our art galleries. I will take this old magazine and add it to our finest trash library. (laughs) So yep, that's usually the trash monster in my head. (laughs) you can do so many accents but none of them are russian so don't well from now on what i'll do is i'll do the accent in the episode but what i'll do is like have uh jimmy just cut in you saying the same shit (laughs) (laughs) i love it the terrible accent and then the accurate (laughs) (laughs) so you guys find us on instagram facebook snapchat we got some new shirts um one of them is one of our favorite sayings i digress uh i'm gonna what, what's your say, Kelly? Doctor of Cryptozoology. Oh, yeah, self-appointed Doctor of Cryptozoology. Uh, or you could be like Kelly. Send us in a message. Tell us your own too close to home stories or corrections. Or if you want to tell us a story of your own, that's cool too. And until uh, next time, stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. And don't bring it too close to home. <laughs> I can't remember my line. Sorry. Don't bring it too close to home unless you bring in Kelly and then that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless it's the Jersey Devil and then the door's always right. open. Yeah, the Jersey Devil, we we welcome you. You and uh, the Booty Moth Man. Uh, booty booty statue. statue of Mouth Man. I love him. <laughs> <laughs>
right. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed this episode of Too Close to Home, don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on most platforms. Follow us on our social media at Too Close Home Pod on Facebook, at Too Close Podcast on Instagram, or if you have your own Too Close to Home experience, shoot us your story at Too Close to Home at Yahoo.com. Thanks for listening.